What's up, what's up, everybody? I'm Marlon. And welcome back to another beautiful episode of On Our Radar. We missed you guys, and we're back in it. Uh, today's episode is going to be a little different. Uh, we want to kind of give you a rundown of what's been going on with us uh, ever since we announced that we were in an unfortunate car accident. Uh, things have been a little bit rocky here at On Our Radar. You know, we've been trying to get back to a sense of normalcy, but it's just been a really, really rough road. Um, so we want to give you a little bit of insight to that and basically kind of our road to recovery and what that looks like. Um, but before we even do that, let's give you some baby updates because that's what's been going on with us. That's been our whole focus besides this podcast and work and life itself. Um, but, you know, we wanted to share you a little bit of what's been going on. He's hit a milestone, which is a good thing. He's actually flipping, rolling over. What, 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 what would we say? Rolling over? Turning over. Turning over. Turning over. Turning over. Flipping. Flipping. I don't know. I'm, I'm meh, meh, meh. Whatever. Um, but yes, he's rolling over. It happened this week. Uh, we are really excited about that because that means he's just one step closer to crawling, which means just like he's about to be real mobile. I mean, he's kind of already in that stage of mobility. But when we say mobility, he's just like really amped up to move. Yes, you know, so he's a shuffler. He's a shuffler. Good, good term. Um, yes, so yes, he's yes. really just doing a cupid shuffle out here, really doing the best that he could to kind of you know practice his movement of legs and arms. And he's really his, his legs are really strong. I think we said this plenty of times, but his legs are considerably strong for a two month old in my mind. Even the doctor said his legs are pretty strong. Like, good. you know, so you know he might be having a future in some football. You know. Like that. You know, he might have that future. When you say football, do you yes, mean I mean the real football. Soccer. We're not going to do that again. So I stand by what I say. Uh, so yeah, milestones are being hit. I'm excited to see him flip. You know, I think you know, like I, I, I forgot to tell this to Marie, but my mom was speaking to me this past week, and I was telling her about you know him turning over. And she she said that she needs you need to turn the house into a reality house where they have cameras everywhere so you don't miss a beat. Because sometimes, you know, we're just in the moment. We're forgetting to capture the moment. But I don't know. You know, what are your thoughts? Is like being in the moment really camera ready or is just like, should we have a camera like ready at all times? I'm thinking it's more important for us to be in the moment mm-hmm. with each other. Mm. He's going to turn over a bunch of times. Okay. It doesn't need to be the first time that he turns over, the first time he takes a step mm-hmm. or speaks. Mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily need to be recorded for all to see. Okay. I, I I'm, think, I'm surprised that you said that a little bit because I feel like you were you're, you know, ready to capture everything, but I, I, I am, I'm both surprised, I but also I realize why you're saying that. But, it's okay. too hard. It, it's too hard. Yeah. I was more invested in encouraging him mm-hmm. to turn over when he was trying to do it than thinking like, oh, let me grab my camera so that I'm now looking at him turn over through a lens gotcha. when I should be as his mother, like just there in the moment. Gotcha. And it'd be between us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He will turn over again. We can mm-hmm. catch that, you know? He will walk again. We can catch that, you know. It, that, I don't really think the 
first, first things need to be super recorded. Like if, if, if so happens that you are quicker with your phone, pick it up, you know, record the second step or the third step. And it's like, yay, we got it on video. Mwah. Chef's kiss. <laughs> Perfect. But I'm not going to beat myself up that like, you know, as I'm watching my firstborn go through uh, milestones that I'm not like camera ready. Gotcha. I'm not going to beat myself up about it, you know? Respectable. Respectable. It's well, too hard. It's too it, hard. It, it is too hard. I mean, come on. We're, we're doing a lot. Yes. And by doing a lot, we're dealing with a lot, you know? So... It's it's a lot of uh, just being reflective and appreciative that we are able to see those moments. But there are times I'm just like, damn, I wish I caught that on camera. Hmm. There are some like poses that I wish that I had was able to like get a, in a picture. Right. But guess what? He's gonna do it again. Yeah. So yeah. just like we get these rounds of diapers, he will give us these rounds yep. of walks and coos and kicks. So <clears throat> I get that. Yeah, I got that. Uh so yeah. Well, let's switch the gear. And give you a little bit of what's been going on, what the process has been looking like for us since the uh, car accident. You know, to start off, it's been sucky. You know, um, time has been lost. And I say more so on Marie's side of things because yes. in the moment of the accident, she was actually in maternity leave. So yes. a lot of that time got taken away with her, you know, sucked, sucked away. away. Um, and you know, she had to really cope with that a little bit differently. And I'm going to let you lead the conversation on this because that's more your experience than my own. Yes, sure. So like Marlon said, I was in the middle or the tail end, I should say, of my maternity leave. We were, I was going through the motions of creating a schedule for me and the baby. And, um, okay, we're going to get up at this time. It takes me this long to this long to change you. Okay, I might not be the only one changing you. Your father might be changing you or or um, change your diaper. I feed you. Do I start my day? Do I try to go back to sleep? Are you going to go back down or are you up now? Do I play with you? These were this. Those were the weeks and days that I was going to work on creating a schedule with the baby. Um, the accident happened and that just blew everything out the water. Yeah. Um, it disrupted our family time yeah. and our family bonding time. Cause yeah. now um, we were lucky enough that Marlon's mother came and was able to stay and help us <clears throat> and at least be with That's the baby. <laughs> Absolutely. At least be with the baby while we had to, unfortunately, first go to therapy, first go to the lawyers, First, um, um, get everything sets, get everything started. Yeah. We were lucky enough that she was able to come stay with him while we did all that. Yeah. Now, the unlucky part is we had to do all that, which yeah. means that I wasn't near my son and I had, I, I was missing out on our bonding time. Um, I feel like my milk supply really lessened. It hasn't gone back to the same way, same place it was before the accident. Um, and that could be attributed to a lot of stress and all the other stuff, moving parts. Um, really pissed off about that because I, my goal was to primarily breastfeed. And now we really had to supplement um, with formula a lot more than I wanted to. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, that is best, of course. But, you know, every mother has their planned plans in their head. 
what they want and life laughs at you. <laughs> um, so yes, I lost all that time. And we lost our time to, I think that I said it's ready to bond um, as a family, really, really, you know, get um, a rhythm in for um, as a threesome that we are now, you know, um, it's, it's, it sucks. It's, it's hurtful. Um, this is pain and suffering that I will definitely in detail. Um, we are seeing a couples therapist yes. now because um, accidents affect the family. Um, what we found out, not immediately, but it could, you know, really kick up three months from now, um, six months from now. So um, the therapy is supposed to give us the tools that we need to battle against any arguments, disagreements, um, snags our relationship could have in the future. Um, great. I'm grateful for that. Of course, as we get deeper into therapy, we will share as we share everything with you guys because maybe it might help another relationship, you know, who's going through something. Um, and that's definitely what we need to encourage Black love and to sanctify Black love. I agree to that. You know, it's uh, as a choice that we made, you know, up front to really discuss the, the details mm-hmm. as much as, as best as we can. As best um, as we can. Uh, throughout this process, because it is something that's impacting our marriage as a whole. You know, as much as we were itching to be a parent to, you know, our loving son here, it was also an opportunity for us to reforge what our relationship looks like as mm-hmm. both a married couple and a married couple with a kid. Mm-hmm. So it had Absolutely. definitely, we were, we were definitely was just like at the root of, root of it all, we were like, okay, this is our focus. This is what our project looks like. And then it got hit, you know, <laughs> went away. Uh, so to start back up again, it's just like we kind of had to revert into our COVID mode. You know, when we were at the beginning of COVID in regards to how we just communicate and just check in with each other and just to see how we're feeling and, you know, trying to give ourselves a daily, um, each other a daily report of what's been going on with us mentally, emotionally, physically. Um, and it's been tough. It really has been tough, you know, with Marie and her physical issues, you know, with, you know, breast uh, breast milk production and things like that. And me dealing with, you know, the pain that I, you know, overall didn't realize I was really having um, because, you know, we had to go through the MRIs and the physical therapy and then to give us the breakdown and stuff like that. That in and of itself kind of took us back a little bit because we realized, okay, physical therapy is going to be here for here to stay for a while, um, which Oof. then now takes into more time away from us even being at home to really tend to him. And now we're, you know, in a place where it's always a constant rotation of a new schedule. Yes. You know, it's something that's not really conducive to uh, keeping us on track with things because I'm going to be straight up honest with you, certain things fell through the cracks and I'm just like, oh, we're, you know, I'm, I've been saying what day is it for a couple of days now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm topsy-turvy. Now, mind um, you, that was probably going to happen anyways being a new parent. Right. But the added stress of now we have to make sure that we cut out time of our week during right. our week to go to physical therapy and spend time there yeah. really just takes a huge bite out of like our bonding time with our child, our bonding time with each other. I'm mm-hmm. um, getting a fucking schedule together. Yeah. 
as as new parents, yeah. as new parents both at work, because now yeah. I'm back at work. Yeah. That's yeah. not easy. Me being back at work and a full-time mom and a full-time employee is not easy. Put on top of that, now I have to make sure I, I make time to go to um, physical therapy and keep up with the Joneses and, and in the case of our, our car accident and make sure everything's going, you know, I would say Marlon's doing the majority of that, but you know, I, I do offer my help and I, I do have to physically be there with a lot of right. that stuff. Right. right. It's you very know, difficult. As she realized, you know, we kind of had to break down to more of our base level selves mm-hmm. and like just tend to what's in front of us. Mm-hmm. And for her, it was just like, okay, I see what's going on here. I have to kind of step back a little bit because I have to now be the majority nurturer to our son while the dad has to go out and deal with the lawyers and deal with the auto body shop and deal with, you know, the insurances and deal with the physical therapy scheduling and deal with the MRI scheduling and all those things. You know, it's just a lot that now I'm going to have to deal with. And it was like almost entering lawyer mode. I, you know, that was kind of the thing. And you know, Marie was just like, to me, she was like, you just are responding very quickly with this. It's not even a matter of me being intentionally quick with it. It's more of like, I want to get it done and out the way so we mm-hmm. can kind of get back to where we are at some type of peace. You know, fortunate enough, we're at a stage where, okay, now we moved past that and we got another car. We're being able to be mobile again because without a car and having to do physical therapy and getting to the location with a kid was not cool. You know, it was not a fun idea. You know, it was really, really tough to do all of that and bouncing back and forth and dealing with all of this and going to law firms and speaking to different people. It was not the best to deal with, with a newborn. Um, So it was a lot of stress and we can even admit to ourselves, like my patience has been dropped you know, I'm almost quick to temper on certain things, you know, and Marie is very, you know, cognizant of that. And she's just looking at she's like, you need time to breathe. You need a space, you know, whereas uh, from Marie's side of things is like she needs to, you know, talk it out and kind of get her emotions out the door. So I'm now in that reverse role of, OK, when I need my space for a minute, I come to you and I'll, I'm here to listen to give you as a sounding board which is something that we consistently did with each other, regardless of that fact, but it's now on a bigger scale because she's dealing with five other different levels that she didn't need to deal with before, you know? So as, you know, she said, we're really happy that, you know, therapy is going to be a part of this process because we need to get some tips and tricks out here to really help navigate all of this stuff that's going to be going into that's currently in our heads currently in our hearts and then what's going to be coming down the line Mm -hmm. as well. Um, It has been really, really stressful to deal with all of that and to know that, you know, we have to stay on top of him as well and be present for him as well. But then it's just like, once we're tapped out for the day, it's like those three to four hours that we have with each other, it's just like we cuddle a little bit and then KO. You know, and then we repeat the cycle. It's like I'm more I'm definitely looking forward to my paternity time because I'm like, I am tapped. I need a couple of time um a couple of couple weeks, of weeks. To, yeah to just break. break it, focus on him, focus on the bonding of him, work on some personal stuff, get some stuff cleared out, and then I can come back and be 
a somewhat functional human being. <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm think I'm rocking at a twenty percent capacity right now, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, no, I'm. I can, I can, I know my work level patience has been gone because I can tell in my emails how I respond to people. I'm like, what do you want? What do you need? Get the fuck out my face. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm tapped. I'm tapped out. I have no, no basic patience for it, but it's also like, I have to do the job you know? <laughs> because these bills are going to stop. You know, so it's going to be good to be on paternity leave. Just to take a little woosah moment and just recalibrate a little bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's where we've been for a little while. And, you know, as we, like Marie said, as we go through that therapy process and continue to go through this process, we're going to share this with you because it was something very important that, you know, um, our therapist said, even in the introductory session, he's like, you know, with car accidents, you are dealing with a multi-level um, injury. You know, your physical, your emotional, and your mental. You know, all three of those things come at different stages. You are going to be at stages of recovery that you didn't expect that you needed to go through to get right. to a better place. Right. So you're going to have to really begin the work now. And, you know, right. that's part of what we wanted to share with you guys because, you know, even if it's not an accident-centered thing, you know, some right. of this information can help, you know, other couples, you know, be able to navigate some rough waters in their own relationship. And that's kind of what we wanted to do here, you know, especially around this season is really cultivate what new parenthood and maintaining relationships look like. You know, can it get done in the best way possible? We're going to try and figure this out and you're going to be along for the ride as well. Yes. So with that, we're going to switch to our another gear. And, you know, we're approaching some springtime, you know, uh, within this week, as you know, the, the days are getting longer, the weather's mm-hmm. getting better, people mm-hmm. are back outside. I heard the ice cream truck come out this past week, and I looked at him, and I was just like, I it's still, it still, it's cool. it's it's, still it's a little cool. brisk out here in these streets, my guy. It's still a little brisk, but the ice cream man don't care. Ice cream man never cared at all. I think they look at like that, and they see 50. anything. No, it's anything. Yes. No, you're right. 50, it was 50. Yeah, 50 and up, Ice Cream Man is out. They come out. They come out. Ice Cream Man Ding, ding, ding. Ring yep. that bell. Yep. Ooh, so, you know what? I want to go by that place that we went to before. We were walking last summer, and we got the Icy. And you got that Icy? Nah. I, uh, no more Icy's? I, I think I'm done with the Icy game. Okay. That's the fair price, enough. The prices are now... Too much for me to bear. Too much once for me to bear. Twice, once or twice. New once York City icy prices are not the same no more, and I, I can't know, do it. it. I can't fine. do it no more. I can't do it. Me, me, and my two friends were riding in the car, and we saw the icy lady. Okay, and we basically stopped and got ices. I think we paid her like almost fifteen goddamn dollars for three ices. Yeah, it's like Zero three dollars a piece. What? Yeah, yeah. No, that's not that. Yeah. Like the. No, no. I remember no. you could get icy for fifty cents. You could get icy for twenty five cents. Care if I saw old, but these back in the day prices, I don't. I fuck with the back in the day prices. It's a whole. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about it. It is water frozen with flavored juice. Okay, yes. that's it. 
Yes. It. You can't be yeah. charging me $5 for that. I know. I understand. Here. No. I understand. No, 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 no. Okay. No. Okay. I, I can't say I don't understand. I completely do. That's because when I walked it. up, well, not when I, when it was finally my turn and they were like, what size do you want? And I looked and I looked at the prices and I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm getting a super small because I only have $3 here. Yeah. yeah. It's an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment. Fine. But fine, yes, fine. You know, and I wanted to ask you, you know, mm-hmm. are you the type of person? Cause I don't think we've really seen, I, I personally haven't seen it, you know, with us being together. Um, mm-hmm. How has it been with you in like spring projects? Are you like a, a spring cleaner? Because I don't think so. I, I'm, I am not a spring cleaner. I'm not However, really either. I should be a spring cleaner because okay. I certainly grew up around spring cleaners. <laughs> I grew up around spring and fall cleaners. There was two times a year okay. that my family would pull the. This is when they would pull the furniture from the from the walls mm-hmm. and clean behind everything. Get into every single corner of the house. Curtains came down, were washed. New curtains were put up. Oh. New pillows came out to match the new curtains. Well, not the new curtains. They were old curtains. They were like spring curtains and, and then right. um, winter curtains. Gotcha. So now the winter curtains would be coming down and the spring curtains would be coming up. Also the bedspread, the bed thingy. That would be put away because it's no more winter. What do you mean the skirt? No, not the skirt. Sorry, not the bread skirt. The, the the comforter. We had a we had a winter comforter and we had a summer or a spring comforter that also got switched out. Side question: Are bed skirts still up there? It is. It depends on where you are. I certainly didn't grow up with a bed skirt. I think my grandmother had a bread skirt, um, but yeah, bed skirts are still a thing. Bed skirts are still a thing. If you go into Macy's or you go into like well, yeah. Lauren Taylor's, and like, yeah, they have that shit. They have that shit. Oh. I don't know who I'm even does thinking it. Of, I'm even thinking about like the hotels that we've been at. I'm like, have I seen a bed skirt? I think one hotel we did go to had a bed skirt. I do believe they it did. And I think I commented what's on your, it. What trip was that? Do you remember? I can't know. Maybe Chicago. Chicago Hotel? When I went to yeah. conference? We went to the, the after the one. After the conference. The other oh, 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 okay, okay. I think that had a bed skirt, maybe. Yeah, well, I like it. Dude, bed skirts still exist. That's the old school. I remember my grandmother used to press her bed skirts. Oh, press them. No. She would press the bed skirts. Like the okay. eye, like I'm talking about the spray starch and all that. She would press the bed skirts and she'd be like, Okay, you gotta put the bed skirts on. I'm like, what is no. this? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's too much trimming. It's too much trimming with yeah. that. <laughs> old school. I never, I didn't grow up with a bed skirt, but okay. um, I did, I did grow up with the different comforters for sure, for sure, for sure. For okay, sure. okay, yeah. Well, and now, yes. now we'd also be talking about taking out our summer clothes because yeah. we had in between clothes, you know. Yeah. So yeah. that's yeah. another you thing. Know, you but, know what doesn't go out? You know, it's not in between clothes. You know what it is, right? Yes, I know what it is. You know what it is? Timberlands. 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 All four seasons. All four seasons, they never come back out. They stay out. They stay out. I put mine away. Nope. I promise you this. You will see me wear them in the summer. I know I will, and I'm going to dog you the whole day. You can dog me all you want to. I certainly will. You can dog me all you want to. I'm going to tell you this right now. It don't matter. 
And it apparently don't it doesn't. Matter. I'm going to dog you anyways. It don't okay. matter. It don't okay. matter. Okay. All okay. four seasons. Um, another, oh, another thing I used to do during the spring, um, you know, the spring, our spring break for mm-hmm. school, mm-hmm. um, I spent when I was in high school, when I was in grade school, I spent that with my grandmother. If my mother couldn't take off right, high right. school, of course, I was by myself. College, I never went away. Mm-hmm. Um, my college, we always had spring break during the week of St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah. Because apparently, couple years before I started school. Um, they had a they had a big parade because the area is highly Irish. Mm. Um, and apparently a couple, more than a couple of students acted a goddamn fool and just totally wrecked downtown. Totally wrecked downtown. Apparently they were like bodies in the street the next day. People the cops had to, the cops had to wake a couple students up. They just Damn. like passed out in the street. I was never at that level during spring break. I didn't go anywhere because I was still, I was stay so. Um, but I used to just, you know, hang out with the friends and, you know, go yeah. and just chill outside. Because it was getting warmer. Yeah. Just relax and stuff like that. It wasn't anything crazy like that. Dang. Well, I'm saying for St. Patrick's Day, that's apparently what happened. Same so, thing. I'm not, I'm not in there. Like oh. That. Oh, so apparently, um, the mayor of the town or whatever asked my, the principal of the school, you know, to make sure that the students weren't in. Yes. So no matter what, our spring break was always a week of St. Patrick's Day. And that's the reason why. Because I always ask, like most people have spring break the, the following week or in April. Right. Most, most schools had it in April. Ours was always in March and people had to, you know, we're like, why is it so freaking early? That's why. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Okay. Mhm. Never speak to him. Yes, yes. So that's that's a quick story. But um, I like you, Marlon. Was just chilling around here. I didn't really do anything. I didn't really go anywhere. I never went to Cancun. Never wanted to do that. Um. So yeah. Okay. All right. I mean. Yeah. Well, I guess you know this spring. You know, what projects are you looking to do this spring? Do you have any? No, I can I can do a good cleaning. I can do with a good cleaning. Um, also, I think I want to just I want to do something with him outside. Mm. Maybe perhaps that could be our first family outing to a restaurant day. Okay. You know, That's fine. we could also go to a like a park and like maybe depending on how warm it is, how mm-hmm. cool it is, sit in the park or maybe put him on the baby swing. I don't that know how old he needs to be to be able to do that, but like I think gradually. I, I'm, I'm overall. I'm thinking right now from what I remember seeing in the parks, they do have one, but it's like yes. the um, it's the like red seat kind yes. of situation, and they rock it this way. Yes, so it's, yes, it's possible. It's definitely possible. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, so I, yeah, we want to do that. What about you? I I have a couple projects. I have a couple house projects that I need to do. Okay, so you'll be here. Yes, I will be here. Uh, number one is this place right mm-hmm. here. This lovely background around me needs to get done. Mm-hmm. Um, before we started up getting, you know, into this house and really setting everything up, you know, obviously when you own a house, the plan of action does not always come out the way you think it is because from when you discover one thing, that one thing leads to other things. And that's exactly what happened here. Um, when I had my plans for this room had to be put on pause 
you know, it looks like I'm, you know, being held hostage half the time when I'm doing these recordings, but I am not. This is my office space, which I will be revamping while I'm on paternity leave. And it'll give a great opportunity for me to set the stage for what the future episodes will look like, because we should both be here and being able to record together instead of, you know, doing it this way. But, you know, this still has a lot of benefits to it. Trust me, we'll get to that later down the line. But yeah, this is a project here, fixing this place up. And, you know, a couple outside projects, you know, we are going to get our garden back up and running. You know, that's going to be one of the projects. Uh, We had a very successful run last uh, summer and even the one before that with the herbs and stuff that we got. So we got a beautiful tomatoes that we Mm -hmm. grew. This was beautiful. Um, We got our peppers. We got our basil. We had rosemary. We had thyme. Yes. Um, yes. Oregano. Oregano, right. Uh, cilantro um, as well. So we were really like stepping it up on the backyard herb game. And I think this year we know better of where to put certain things because we're following our, our sun pattern. Yes, we are. We are those people now. We are those people now. <laughs> so I'm not embarrassed. I'm happy to get into this gardening game and just replot and do all that, stuff. you know, renewal, rebirth, things like that. So that'll be a good project to get into. So I'm excited about that. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, I hope your springtime, you know, is good for you. You guys are out with the old and in with the new. Maybe mm-hmm. out with an old relationship into the new relationship. I don't know. Mm. Or getting ready for a hot girl summer. Getting so ready out for with a... the out with the old relationship and out with the titties. Okay. Maybe, you know, some, some people have a hot boy summer. I, I don't know. Maybe Sorry. Can, hot, hot person summer. Hot. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> do what you want to do. do. Hit the gym now because we're in March and March. Do and if you want you. if you want things to be tight and, and upright, hit the gym now. Okay. Okay. Well, also, you know, one of the things like, you know, Marie mentioned that, you know, things are changing and we're getting back into a different schedule, but mm-hmm. you're back to work now. I am back to work now. How does it feel... Being back at work, but also let me just add, add this in. How does it feel to be working from home and being with your child? How does it that feels feel? weird. It's a okay. weird thing. I mean, my boss, knock on wood, has been great, lovely. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely expressed the fact that it's going to be difficult. You're going to stumble, but you will eventually catch your own um, rhythm. I'm still trying to find a rhythm. It's only been two weeks. Fast fucking two weeks, but two weeks nonetheless. Um, it feels weird. I'm mm. in it, I'm in it, I'm in it. And then I remember, oh, him, you know, or oh, him, or, you know. So I have to take into account that I need to take breaks, not just to take breaks for myself, but to feed, to pump, to play, you know, to cuddle, to, you know, to, to you know, still still bonding over here. Yeah. So that that's... That's it's all it's a it's a learning process. It's gonna take a minute for me to really get a groove in. And as soon as we get one schedule in, he's gonna grow and 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 ha- wanna do other things, you know. I think I'm not trying to rush his progress, but I really am more excited for the time when he's gonna be a little bit older and I'm gonna be able to put something in front of him and then I'll be able to distract him. You know, 
where he can like really like kind of almost engage with something and I can be like, here's a um, little TV thing or here's a um, iPod. It's a little TV thing. I meant iPod, iPad. Thank you, because iPods don't exist anymore. No, Sorry, I meant like an iPad. I can put like a baby iPad in front of him mm. and be like, this is your show. Mm. Watch that, you know. We can put the playpen up. I'm excited to put the playpen up. Yeah. Putting him and giving him some balls. And he'll like, you know, push the balls around. It won't distract him all day, of course. But like an hour or two. That's crucial. I'll I'll take it. 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 I'll take it and I'll run with it. <laughs> so so that is what I'm excited about. Um, right. But you know, like you're going to be on um, your um, paternity leave around that time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be me and him. We're going to be outside mm-hmm. doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Outside, he's going to be looking Dark at me like me. you know. Yeah, he's gonna look at me like, "Yo, if you take me outside one more time, man. one more freaking time, dude, yep. one more freaking time." Because that's that's the thing. It's just like now it's gonna be a better weather, and you know me, I like to get outside and walk, and you, do. you know, just chill out and stuff like that. So he's gonna you be probably it. a little over. He's gonna be upset with me that I'm taking him out too much. Mm-hmm. That's that's the vibe I'm I'm about to be on with him. Okay, okay. Well, that's kind of been where we are at, and what's been on our radar. But there's a couple of things that we wanted to go over with you, and especially because we love these shows and we love talking about them because we pick these shows apart like you know, you <laughs> like a surgeon. Yes. Um Ready to Love. To. It is hard not to. Uh, Ready to Love and Put a Ring on um uh, has been back in circulation. We haven't talked about Ready to Love at for all. a while at all, right. really, because this particular season has been a little low for us. Um, and I'll say my piece first. I don't think natural connections have formed on this season because I think the people that they pulled out that they assumed that would have chemistry don't. Did, don't. Like, they're total opposites. Total, total opposites. Um, and the natural chemistry between the connections that are currently here, I, as a viewer... I don't see this going past anything. I don't see any type of relationship at all. It's just very surface level. And then after the, after you try to even form some type of depth, it reverts back to surface level. So we haven't had a lot of opportunity to really say, okay, this is the episode that we're going to talk about because there hasn't been any except for now. (laughs) Uh, This past episode Uh, They reached a stage where it's really getting down to the wire. Connections are starting to really form. And I use Mm -hmm. the air quotes because it's like, in our eyes, okay. (laughs) It's like, sure. Um, But there there was a uh, conversation that happened between two, three of the contestants. And that really set the stage of something that I wanted to talk with Marie about here in this platform because I wanted to get her take on it. Right. Uh, so I pose the question to you. Uh, let me set the scene. Two contestants, um, three, I'm sorry, three contestants, two guys, one, uh, one lady. They are, the two guys are pining for the attentions of one lady. Right. One lady has to choose between two guys. They right. all mutually connected. Um, and this is where they are kind of coming up on the end to say, 
am I choosing you or am I choosing you? Mm -hmm. They're at the dinner table and the conversation comes up. If one particular person that recently left the show was still here, would you be with that person or that other person? And now it's the conversation between two guys. Clearly, as we've seen through the episode, both of them have very different personalities. Very different. Um, one is very lighthearted and fun, but definitely emotionally intelligent. The other is kind of like that dominant alpha male. Sis there is just like, I'm a provider. You know, I'm, I'm the first person in the room. King status, kind of that kind of way. She's fallen for both types. They both feed her in different ways, emotionally and mentally. Um, however, now they're at the stage of, you know, who are you looking at as your number one? That's what the men are asking this woman here. And the conversation at the dinner table kind of takes a, a left turn because they're now basically doing measuring sticks, you know, and coming at her with, you know, at the end of the day, you should be with me. At the end of the day, you should be with me. And she's kind of stuck in the middle. I said to Marie watching the episode live, I don't think they understand that at the end of the day, it's still her choice. Mm -hmm. They're doing, you know, staking claim in the ground like, oh, she's already chosen me, where she's still entertaining another person. If you were in that situation, you know, and two guys were kind of pining for your attention, and you see them acting in this regard, and then the, the apologies that they both gave after, because I want I'll explain the apologies after your answer. After seeing the apologies that they gave uh, this uh, this lady here, who would you have chosen to say, okay, this is the person I'm going to go with? Well, personally speaking, I did. Can I say their names? Yeah, go ahead. I, I did not like the way Tony uh -huh. has been ooh, talking about Morgan from the beginning of that episode, beginning of the episode. Okay. By the way, guys, they're at a, um, they're at like a couple's retreat. Let's yeah. just say that. Yeah. All the couples, everyone who's still in the show went away. This was their, their going away episode. Mm -hmm. Um, so everyone's together. Everyone's still like, you know, vibing together. Trying and to so it's up. weird because all the connections are in the house together. And it's like, so I'm watching you flirt and kind of go on a daily date with someone else. And then they get to watch me flirt with you and go on a daily date. And it's just, it's weird because we're all dating each other. And that's not usually what anyone does when they're dating. I mean, okay, you can date multiple people at once. The thing is that you don't see it. You don't watch some, the person that you like date someone else. You're not watching right. that. Right. That's the difference. I did not like the way Tony was staking claim on Morgan. It seemed very like, this is my thing. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, this is my baby now, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, so yeah, I did not like that. That um, Leon was more, I'm gonna, if, the way you're acting about her, oh, you kissed her three, four times, whatever, fine, cool. Now I'm gonna tell her and the whole table what you told me in confidence because I'm in my feelings. Now, mm -hmm. when he came back and, he, well, oh, sorry, you, you, you said you're going to explain apology later. That wasn't cool. Mm -hmm. The way Tony was talking wasn't cool. Mm -hmm. But I would say the way Tony was talking was worse. Okay. It's, I, I like an alpha male, but I don't like anyone treating me like I'm property. Mm -hmm. 
that's a big red flag. And I think she sort of sees it, but is still like scared to completely write this man off because she really does like him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that that's it, he's giving me red flags, definitely red flags. Good. So she needs to definitely make a decision soon because yeah, it's it's not good. It's not good. It's not good to me. Me me speaking. Me personally speaking. So gotcha. and so, so yeah. And explaining the apologies yeah. a little bit, oh, yeah. it yep, would yep, be yep, yep. best to give an understanding. So after the scene and after the argument that they had between mm-hmm. each mm-hmm. other, they really were trying to clear the air. Yes, um, yes, yes. Lyndon immediately responded, right. which I thought was the way you should do it. Um, right. Lyndon completely, you know, separated himself and said, okay, I'm going to approach you correctly and let you know, hey, you know, what I did was disrespectful to you, disrespectful to the table, disrespectful to the people. Um, At the end of the day, the choice is yours to make. I should not have made it a fucking measuring contest. That was not the intention that I had. And I just want you to know, I would like to move forward and try and be at peace. Boom. Boom. Walked away. Walked away. Tony tried to do that, but then what I noticed... He pulled his dick out. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, Yeah, he kind of stuck his foot in his mouth. And I've noticed that, you know, certain people in life don't know how to properly apologize. I've noticed that. And it is something that really irks me a little bit because, you know, sometimes when you apologize, you have to really just like do the bare minimum and apologize. There is no because you, there is no because of the situation. There is none of that. That's not what this is about. It's not the apology. It's not the apology. You know, just say you're sorry, you know, come it with an be genuine about it, at least be genuine about it, and let them reciprocate, I accept. And then you move on from it. But no, this situation in particular, he had to state his apology and then attack her character of still entertaining Lyndon. You know, that's like, you know, that means that Lyndon has something, that Lyndon did one thing he wasn't intending to do. Insert himself in your mind, which you gave him full access to, you know, Lyndon really um, in this, the entire scope of the season hasn't really entertained Tony at all. He's been really cordial towards him. And he's just like, okay, we see that your path on your relationship is your path. This is mine. And whatever she chooses, that's it. You know, but you know, the way Tony addresses Lyndon is just like a smaller man. You know, he thinks nothing of him. He thinks he's weak-minded, you know, things like that. It's very disconcerting of how, you know, it's a it's a reaction that I wouldn't expect it to be that way. You know, it's, it's tough. It's tough to really navigate a person like that because all they're going to do is constantly look, and look down on you on what you're even able to bring to the table. And I think a lot of times when we get into those dating relationship worlds and people are dating multiple people and then they kind of like, okay, who do I choose and things like that. I was listening. This is something I'm kind of 
divvying off of it, but I've heard, I was listening to a, a, def, a podcast, the Black Love Roundtable with a, a bunch of guys sit there and kind of get into different topics and things like that. And one guy said, you know, I was dating somebody that <clears throat> was dating somebody else. I had one level of life and he had one level of life and we were, and we were, you know, and him and the woman that he was currently now he's currently married to, he asked a question. He was just like, you know, what fulfills you? He's like, you know, certain people are looking for, you know, financial fulfillment, someone to sustain them and being supporter. Someone's looking for emotional fulfillment and things like that. People grow through different stages and what they need in their life. And especially when it comes to deep relationships and deep marriage in the future, you know, I put air quotes on that because I don't know if these guys are ever going to get married, things like that. But it seems like Morgan is getting fulfilled in different ways from different these two different guys, you know. And I can see me as a viewer watching. Um, I can see the energy that she presents when she's with both of them is definitely very, very different. But I just I'm a person that says if they are in that relationship, especially with this show in particular and multiple connections and all that stuff. I would put the blinders on as much as possible to not veer off and let the other person interrupt my connection. Because as soon as that happens, you lose the person you're trying to connect with. 100%. You're done. You're done. And I can see that happening right now. I yes. think it already happened. Because she yes. he let him infiltrate the connection. Period. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what he did. Unintentionally, might we add, but he 100%, he dropped that. He dropped that shit. And he knows he did. Mm -hmm. And I think he's probably kicking himself about it for sure. But I'm going to say, actually, I don't think think he knows he did. I don't know. I don't think he's kicking himself because the way he handled it at the end of the conversation, he wasn't wasn't ready to sit down and say, you know what, let me take a step back. Let me get my pride out the way and really apologize the correctly that's you know, true he just said you know i'm not even going to apologize to you anymore because you know i don't I'm like done. the way you're acting i'm done with this yeah. conversation mm. and then he did he got his ass up and he walked yeah you're right you're right you're right you're right you're right mm. okay forget it forget it i'm giving him too much grace so you're mm. absolutely right you're that's absolutely not it right. that's not it especially if this is a person that you genuinely care about you won't just sit there and give up on the conversation yeah. like oh you I, do I said that. what i said and i'm done yeah yeah. And that's the same thing that applies to deep relationships and even marriage. When you're in a conflict with each other and you're like, okay, I'm done. No, that not, no, you're not. You have to really work through this. And we, Marie and myself, are even applying that in our situation right now. You know, we're having a disagreement about something and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. No, no, I can't be like, I'm done. Because the situation is still going to be here and we still need to work through it. So we have to continue the conversation, even if we feel uncomfortable correct correct yeah gotta do it man gotta do yeah. it gotta put in the work mm-hmm. i don't know i just now i'm like i just don't even when they were originally starting off together i ain't see it either i didn't see the box i ain't see it i ain't I see, see it. it i ain't see it oh, so okay more to come more on to that but let's switch our gears now and let's talk about Put a ring on it. Woof. This by far is one of my favorite relationship shows to wa- watch with you. Okay. 
Um, the reason why I say that is because it really does have a different uh, vibe of really focusing on the relationship itself and what goes around nurturing that relationship. You know, the communication, the expectations of each other's partner, um, why that expectation needs to be rewritten because, you know, you might have a whole fantasy in your head and they have a whole fantasy in their head and the, the walls are not coming down to really talk to each other. So I really like getting into that one because you get to pick apart certain things and I get to pick apart certain things as well. And we kind of just compare notes. So um, I wanted to take a moment for you and see with this particular episode, all of the couples have been together for two years. And I'm debating on that. Like, I don't know. I know. I know. I, I That's my personal belief system. I feel like you're still too fresh to be on that show of two years. Marie has a whole different take on that. And that's just the difference between man and woman. I just, that's just, I'm just going to, I'm going to have to agree and disagree on that. But I wanted to get your take on the couples that were presented so far. And what'd you pull out of that other relationships that you're like, okay, this is something that we can see them being an issue this season. Okay. So this was episode one. Yeah. So we were introduced to all the couples and yeah. the first round of dates happened. They yeah. started with um, the marriage therapy, the couple of therapists, marriage therapists started with the women this time. Right. I think every time they start with the females, but that's, what, that's beyond the party. Yeah. Um, one particular couple really um, stood out. Mm-hmm. I cannot remember their names for the life of me. Um, which, but which one? The woman with the the short blonde hair, uh, and her I, I older, got I got the names. Her older daddy, Pappy. <laughs> Dun is a uh, Dunbar and yes, Dunbar, Dunbar and and Chase. Okay, Dunbar Ch- and Chase. Dunbar and Chase. Yes. Um. So man, the man comes to to the house to mm-hmm. um um take Chase out on a date. Mm-hmm. And Dunbar immediately whips his dick out and pees on Chase so that in front of the man. Mm-hmm. So she, so he knows for sure that, you know, no matter what you think you're doing, okay, yes, you're on this show. You know what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to present your best self and, and show this woman a good time yes. and show this woman what, what else is out there, even though we've only been dating for two years. So she kind of should kind of remember what is out there. Because mm-hmm. it's it's only been two years, but whatever. Show her else what else is out there, and so she can make a decision whether or not she wants to continue to date this guy, yep. or she wants to date someone else, and ultimately whether or not she wants to marry Dunbar. He immediately tells this man that that's my future wife here, so treat her with respect. Okay, fair. A little a little aggressive, but fair. fair. Then he goes, you know, oh, I gotta put my baby shoes on. Okay, unnecessary, but fair. Moving on. Then he does a prayer. And in, in the middle of the prayer, or at the end of the prayer, he threatens the man in a not-so-subtle tone. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Then he tells the guy to bring him something home, back. And then proceeds to low-key, I don't think anyone really caught it, but he asks, do you need money? Mm, I, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't catch he that. He did. He definitely did. He definitely did. It was like, you need, but like the guy was talking. So it was like almost in an undertone. Like, do you need some money for that? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so they told 
the relationship therapist about everything the ne- during their next session. Yep. And she immediately was like, are you our father? Because mm. that's dad vibes. Mm. And Chase was like, oh, no, he's being a man. And it's like, no, he wasn't. He was actually really acting like a child mm. and like someone else was playing with his basketball. Mm. And he wanted to play with his basketball. He didn't want to share his basketball. He didn't want to share his bike. And you're the bite. You're the inanimate object that he doesn't want to share. He's on this show. I w- can't wait to see how Dumbledore acts when he goes out on a date because I for damn sure know that he's not going to be acting like that. Yep. He's probably, and if she gets on his face about like, oh, being respectful and any shit like that, he's probably going to be like, you got to respect the process. You got to let me go through the process. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. I thought it was terrible tacky mm-hmm. um i agreed with everything that the relationship therapist said you know that was definitely dad vibes it was definitely controlling vibes mm-hmm. totally skewed the narrative of the day and she even said like you know oh i felt like he was immature no shit because your dad <laughs> talked to him like he was a child and like yeah. you were a child so uh uh totally and Dumbledore is older Mm. so he's also got that right and he even said that you know oh you know I got a son these kids you know they treat bad 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 and they're looking at the therapist and the therapist is telling them something and they're both going no no and everybody else in the room is like yeah so when you've got basically or five, five people, people. Yeah, telling you, yeah, <laughs> telling you that your man is controlling you and acting like you're his daughter. You need to take a step back because I'm one for saying like, Mm-mm, no. But when more than one person says the same thing, it's it's time to go. Hmm. Let's take a step Are you back and think like about that? it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I, there's another thing that came out of that. Um, conversation and i know that we touched a little bit on this i think it was last season but i want to get a refresher you know the term submissive came out and i wanted to get your take on the term submissive or what that means to you how do you feel about the term submissive um i don't feel it's a bad term i do know it has bad connotations Mm. um i believe that in a relationship both people can be submissive. Both people could take a bad seat to something. In any relationship, one person's gonna be better at something than the other person. In that case, you need to be man enough or woman enough to be like, okay, I'm not gonna be the driver's seat when it comes to our finances. My husband's better or my wife's better. Okay, I'm not gonna be in the driver's seat when it comes to household and maintaining a household. Perhaps my husband's better at that or my wife's better at that. Cooking, you know, it, the list can go on and on. Being some, um, being parenting, perhaps the guy is better, the husband's better, and so the wife is going to take a, um, uh, uh, the passenger seat when it comes to parenting. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, you did birth the baby and had the baby, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're the stronger parent. I.e., that law show, All Rise. Mm. Yes, when the dad really like. Yeah. Came the 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 um the dad mom. Yeah, the dad mom. Yeah. 
the dad mom, and he knew that baby's schedule like the back of his hand. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that. She had an extremely stressful job that she jumped back into. So he could take the time off. He wanted to take the time off. He could take the time off. He did that shit. And he became, you know, dad mom. And there's nothing wrong with that. She knew her role. She knew what she was doing. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no shame in that game. Um, so in that case, she, she had to be submissive when it comes, comes to that. Now she didn't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of women don't, you know, they hear submissive and they think that like, that means that I have to be like, you know, coming to you on bended knee, giving you your slippers, doing the laundry, you know, like, and it doesn't. So, and that's kind of how I look at submissive. There are things that I'm submissive to you, um, with, and I, there are things that you're, you, you know, you take the, the back seat with, with me. There's, it's, it doesn't make you any less of a man. It doesn't make me any less of a woman. It's just, you know, we learned what works with for us. And so, you know, we can change hats accordingly and move on together yep. for the betterment of the household. And now for the betterment of all three of us. Right. And, you know, that term submissive to me is truly like, it, it comes with a lot of weight that I think people, it does. it does come with a lot of weight that I think people put on themselves because you know, just like you said, I don't feel I have to be submitting to you if it's something that I'm not the best at. You know, I know it's just like, hey, you got to take the lead on this because I trust you. I trust you in this role. I trust you on how you're going to handle this situation Ooh, without me I like having... That. You know what I mean? It's really, you know, being submissive in a situation is actually instilling trust in the other person that they'll be able to handle this. Yeah, you know, That's really what it boils down to. You turn, you're turning that submissive into a negative and saying, oh, I have to, you know, like you said, bend a knee. It's not like that. It's not no. like that. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll even admit it. I'm like, it was hard for me to realize. It's like, okay, you know what? On certain aspects, she is better than me on that. I need to, you know, I need to really, you know, take myself out the equation and let her run this show because the results will be 10 times better than what it was if I was going to be doing it. You know, a lot of people don't want to submit to things because that sense of control is like their their right to passage. It's like, oh, I got to I got to do it. But you you lose out on so much. You do. You, you really know? do. I, I've never I felt that term submissive should be used in that way. It's just like everybody's going to have a strength and weakness, just like, you know, when they're when you're in an interview and they sit down and like, hey, what's your greatest weakness? Yes. Like some people are like, okay, man, my greatest weakness is nothing. I'm like, no, that's a bullshit. That's you know? why. <laughs> that's a, that's bullshit. But you know, you know, there's just like that. It's like, you know, you have to have areas that you need to work on. And if someone, especially the partner, the person that you love and are with and for the long haul are there for you, then yeah, they're going to take and step in on that role while you are probably going to be coming into another role down the line. They'll be like, oh, you know what? Thank you. I needed more help on that than I realized. Yes. Yeah. Oh, great. You could, you don't mind doing that, balancing the checkbooks, you know, both our checkbook or our joint account and keeping that straight and making sure that we, you know, have enough in there for groceries and stuff like that. Yep. You can do that. And I don't have to fucking worry about that and do that shit. Perfect. Just tell, Just me, tell me what I need. Yeah. Tell me when I need to drop money in or whatever, and I'll do it. And I don't have to fucking think about it. Great. Oh, you like cooking. You like, you know, managing the kitchen and da, 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 da. And I don't have to worry about it. And I don't have to think about it. 
I'll go make sure that the shit is completely stocked at all times. Whatever you need, whenever you need it, just let me know because I don't want to think about it. I can concentrate on the baby. I can concentrate on the dog. I can concentrate on the household. Okay. I'll be in the back and I'll be doing the, um, almost that laundry. Okay. Well, maybe it's laundry or out the, the, the gardening. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a weird word that you know people get into and they really take it to the highest level, which they I don't do. think is is it, it it needs to be because it has a bad connotation. It does have That's a bad why. connotation. You know the word the term submissive has got a bad rap, but I think you know we need to start switching it up and getting a better flavor of the term. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. So. Well, guys, you know, we wanted to speak about that and, you know, maybe let us know. Hit us up in the comments and how do you feel about the term submissive? What does that look like for you? Are you submissive on certain things in your relationship? What does that look like? We want to hear back from you guys. So hit us up. Tell us. You know, (laughs) let us know. Let us know. Um, But that's going to do it for our show. You know, thank you so much for listening and watching. Um, Always shout out to Riverside for giving us this opportunity and platform to get this show going. And as always, follow us on our social media it's on our radar on Instagram. It's on our radar on Twitter. Twitter. And again, send us, let us know about that term submissive and send it to us on it's on our radar at gmail.com. As always, guys, we are ending the show on a positive note. And today's quote is live your life consciously and intentionally. Make choices that support your happiness and fill your day with joy. What fills our day with joy is that little one that she's holding. Right down there. Right down there. So, as always, guys, it's been great sitting down with you. I am Marlon. And I'm Marie. And you have been listening and watching on our radar. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.